Okay, I'm so gonna get bashed for this. Are you guys ready for some loud opinions? It's Yara, by the way, and welcome to Unorthodox, the place where I'm gonna open the can of worms no one wants to touch. That's what happens when you give a skeptic a microphone. Join me on Patio for weekly episodes where I attempt to explore the ins and outs of society and people, and I ask the most important question of them all, why? Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Unorthodox. Today I wanted to discuss something that's a little bit sensitive in our country, as are a lot of other things, something that is a bit taboo and that affects a lot of people that it shouldn't affect. And today's episode is going to be about divorce in Lebanon. Lebanon is known for many things. And while I would usually take a lifetime trying to describe to people how beautiful the landscape is, how rich the culture is, or even how insanely fun and fulfilling the nightlife is here, the words get stuck in my throat. Because as much as I know that this is true about my lovely home country, there is an underbelly of extremely disturbing issues that are left untouched for fear of upsetting the fragile religious balance that exists here. As most of you know, or don't, The entirety of Lebanon's constitution is a carefully constructed house of cards that attempts to keep the peace between the various and extremely vocal religious sects that control every speck of dust that passes through the borders. I actually want to discuss a specific subplot of this toxic system, and that issue is divorce and its drawbacks. Now, when I say drawbacks, I don't mean how divorce affects the extended families of the divorcees. No, because it doesn't. It is, however, a nightmare to go through if you are a woman in today's, or any day's, Lebanese society. In a nation where abusive people can get away with murder, rape, and honor killings, divorce is one right, and yes, it is absolutely a right, that is obstructed by the country's most vile institutions, religious courts. Again, before you guys start going off on how I'm always attacking religion, perhaps you should take a minute to uncloud your vision and listen to a bit of sense. This issue is definitely not one that I have now been made aware of. But with all the things going on in the country, there's so much shit piling up that I have to physically pull out the type of feces I would like to dissect. So while I was researching this topic, I came across an article by the United Nations Human Rights Watch titled Unequal and Unprotected, Women's Rights Under Lebanese Personal Status Law. So I'm going to read a little excerpt from this article and then comment on it. Lebanon does not have a civil code regulating personal status matters. Instead, there are 15 separate personal status laws for the country's different recognized religious communities, including 12 Christian, 4 Muslim, the Druze, and the Jewish confessions, which are administered by separate religious courts. Religious authorities often promoted this judicial pluralism as being essential to protecting Lebanon's religious diversity. In reality, the multiplicity of laws means that Lebanese citizens are treated differently when it comes to key aspects of their lives, including marriage, divorce, and custody of children. So basically what this is telling us is that there is no one law in Lebanon that dictates that 
كل واحد طائفته بده يروح على الكورت المختصة بطائفته يلي هي نفس الكورت يلي جوزته تا يقدر يطلق Sometimes this process takes years Sometimes it takes days Sometimes it can happen very smoothly Most of the time, however, there are a lot of situational factors that affect how smoothly divorce actually happens And one of these factors is the fact that we live in a very patriarchal society in which men who are getting a divorce usually can get away with whatever they want because women are not well protected under laws of these courts. The article continues. Our research reveals a clear pattern of women from all sects being treated worse than men when it comes to accessing divorce and primary care for their children or custody. Across all confessions, women face legal and other obstacles when terminating unhappy or abusive marriages, limitations on their monetary rights, and the risk of losing their children if they remarry, or when the so-called maternal custody period, determined by the child's age, ends. So this, ha- this is something very common that I'm sure a lot of you either have in your own family or have gone through or know someone who's gone through this, but uh, من ناحية الدفورس I think في two people بيكلوا على المزبوط It is the woman usually and the children The woman in general because she is unprotected by laws She does not have any backup She does not have any support for for what she's able to do in a court يعني okay let's say I got married I'm unhappy with my husband I want to get a divorce It would probably take me years to be able to drag everyone to court because we live in a society in which men usually can get away with whatever they want. Now, I'm not saying that all men are bad, and I'm not saying that all men who get a divorce are are bad people, are abusive. It could be the other way around. And there are some cases in which and I'm not saying no to that. I'm saying in general, in general, most of the time, it is the women that get the brunt of the bad things that happen during a divorce. And even more than the women, it is the children يعني, I know a lot of stories, both personal and otherwise, about how children have been affected by the proceedings of a divorce and, and by deciding the custody of children. يعني, for example, if a man is the breadwinner of the family, I hate that word, so, so ancient, breadwinner. If the man is the one providing for his family and the woman does not have a job, then custody would more likely go to the man, even if the children are still pretty young. It depends on the child's age. It depends on the situation. It depends on which court is giving out the ruling, Akid. But I have heard stories of how uh, men have bribed judges to, to make court proceedings go in their favor. Because if we think of it, the judges that the courts assign to take on a case are usually men. And you know, more often than not, old men, old men who were born in the 60s and the 50s even, and the 40s, men who are still within that aqliye, within that uh, way of life, and no man, then woman, you know, and there's a hierarchy of who has the power in a relationship. And they usually don't tend to favor women in, in divorce proceedings. They usually tend to go with whoever gives them the most money, unfortunately, because even religious court is not exempt from, from this uh, corruption that we have in the country, from this um, constant, 
أساساً يعني if anything goes wrong in the country من نوجر if I get into an accident if something happens إذا بيكول ضبط the first thought that comes to mind unfortunately is مين بدي أحكي تايش اللي يه مش إنه okay I was fined أنا كنت مغلطة لا ما في ألف واحد مغلط أنا بدي أحكي حدا تايش اللي يه ما بدي أدفع الضبط the same thing goes in in religious courts in lawyers in witnesses there are cases of of abuse that have been witnessed by people but people don't want to bear witness don't want to give a testimony about abuse ليش لانه بعدنا بعقليه نحن بالبلد انه ايه شو ما صار هو بدل بيا او شو ما صار هي بتدل امها حتى لو كانت شخص اخرى من هيك ما في يعني that's not how shit goes unfortunately you know you're you're ruining you're ruining your children you're ruining your own life for for something that that has to do with tradition and what you decide on on whether or not your children will be abused or your grandchildren will be abused just so you don't get, go against tradition in this country i don't think so um the article also says a bit about children and it goes children also face violations of their rights most importantly the right to have their best interest considered in all judicial decisions concerning their welfare including rulings regarding their primary caregiver the court of cassation which is the highest civil court in the lebanese judicial system yani mahkamah at-tamyiz has very limited oversight over religious court proceedings and decisions resulting in lack of oversight and accountability Christian courts are administratively and financially independent and Muslim courts although historically affiliated and funded by the state are operationally independent of state institutions what this whole thing is saying is that whatever the religious court wants to do hasab the rules of that certain taifa they will do regardless of whether or not there is a civil court because there isn't anyway hatta ala mahkamah bi lebanon yani hi mahkamah at-tamyiz ما عندها كثير اوفرسايت اوفر ريليجيس كورتس لانه للاسف نحن ما عندنا شيء اسمه فصل الدين عن الدوله عندنا شيء اسمه الدين فوق الدوله حتى which is so unfair to so many people in this country there have been so many stories lately like political pen very recently posted a story about a woman whose breastfeeding child has been taken away from her by a religious court proceeding just because the man could do that just because he was unhappy in the marriage or she was unhappy in the marriage our laws here our religious laws don't like it when women are independent enough to make a decision in the country and religious laws the extended family of the people getting a divorce الحمه والكنه والسلف والسلفته وكلهم هودي بدهم يتدخلوا بذا كورت بروسيدينجز بدهم يتدخلوا بذير اوبينيون بمين بده يربي الولد وكيف الولد بده يتربى ويي ليك كيف عم ينزعوا ويي ليك كيف عم تنزعوا او عم تنزعوا That's not how it goes Unfortunately this is what happens in our country كل العالم بحق لها تتدخل بقصص هن ما لهم دخل فيها ليش because we don't have a set system that says the civil law says this we don't have anything called civil in the country to begin with the country was based is based and will always be based as adlaina hal aqliye on religion and on splitting the people into 18 plus different sects and on never being able to unite for one goal for one passion for 
for the hope that is maybe building a viable country for its children. There is no sustainability in this country. I worry about myself and my peers. I worry about maybe in the future my children and their children, if they can, you know, if the planet lasts that long for us to, to get children. I worry about them living in this country that is so beautiful, so beautiful, but that is being shot on by, by people who don't understand the importance of questioning things in life. Religion can be beautiful. It can be wonderful. It can be therapeutic and serene and peaceful, but it's not absolute. There is no thing that says religion gets to dictate everything in your life. Religion was created, and yes, it was created. It is a social construct. It was created to keep people in check, to keep people from killing each other randomly or from raping their kids, which does happen these days still. And we've seen a lot of stories about that. Where's your religion now? You know, where are your rules now? Do you just throw them out the window? Or does religion get to dictate that you're allowed to, to be abusive? You're allowed to hit people? That's the problem about religion in our country. It is a dictatorship. It is something that says, these are the do's and don'ts, and if you don't abide by them, you will be punished. By whom? We don't live in heaven right now. We don't live in hell, whether or not you believe in that. We live on earth, and on earth, we have values, and we have ethics, and we have morals. And if religion defies those ethics, and defies those morals, and defies common sense, then I'm sorry to tell you that religion is wrong. Tenishi, when a religious court agrees to give custody to an abusive parent, no matter what gender that parent is, then the religious court And this is one of the major issues of divorce. It's not about you ending your marriage, bus. If you have children, you have to think of them. Mish think of them in that I will stay in an abusive marriage because of my children. You're not being selfless here. Belarkis, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself and you're hurting your ability to take care of your children. Get out. If you need to get out, get out. But unfortunately, there is no law that protects you. Which is why I am a huge advocate of civil marriage. I'm a huge advocate of civil everything. Anything that has to do with governance cannot be based on religion. Look at the problems we face in the country. Is a hada ibni said, Fuck you on your hassa. What's this? The same thing goes in divorce. You know, the matters of state and the matters of personal living are not that different. Religion is something spiritual. Spiritual does not equal government. Spiritual does not equal putting laws in place for government. Spiritual equals you go, you pray for your own inner peace. You go for introspection. It doesn't mean you get to let something dictate your life and the life of your children, and you let it dictate whether or not you'll, your children will be abused. That's not what religion is. One more thing I'd like to comment on before we end this um, quite angry rant of mine. In a lot of cases, how divorce happens is بيعملون كيات ببعض بس بيطلعون كيات براس لولاد يعني ممنوع انت تعملي هيك 
ممنوع انت تعمل هيك ما بقبل بدي اختك على المحكمه بدي اعمل and in the corner there is a child often being neglected often being abused often not being taken care of properly a lot of children of divorce it's important to take them to a professional to talk to even if the divorce was not nasty even if it's been a very smooth divorce and the parents are on very good terms this child needs to understand what's going on if they're not of the age that necessitates that they understand or they can comprehend and know, okay my parents were having problems maybe it's best if they're not together if they're not at that age yet it is very important to sit them down and explain to them calmly what is going on what is happening and to explain to them that there's going to be a change in their lives and to monitor the shift in their behavior to understand what your child is feeling during this very troubling time for them it's not just about you it's not just about how you feel in the end yes get out if you're being abused get out if you're not getting your rights get out if you feel like this is not for you don't punish yourself and stay somewhere where you are unwanted or where you don't feel like yourself but keep in mind that actions have consequences and those consequences might be on your children so i'm not saying don't get a divorce i'm saying get a divorce by all means because it's healthy for everyone but be careful and monitor yourself and monitor your children and monitor people around you talk to someone about it here we go back to the importance of mental health and mental well-being you need to express yourself when it comes to these matters don't just neglect your feelings or your opinions or even your anger don't neglect yourself don't neglect your children make sure everyone understands what's going on and remember that healing is a process and divorce is like sort of tearing something and waiting for it to heal thank you guys so much for listening to this rant of mine i hope at least it sparks up a question in your heads i hope at least it allows you to think of things in a different way from a different perspective again I'm not attacking religion here. I'm just attacking the hold it has on people's lives. I'm attacking the fact that sometimes religion is not right and is not absolute. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys next time. Do 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 do